that? Can they say that? Can they say that? Can they say that? Can they say that? They can and they will. This is Can They Say That? And I am Polly Hamp. I'm Gina Berkmeyer, and today we are going to talk about the art of disagreement and the lost art of civil discourse. Mm. And speaking of can they say that, <laughs> I think this is going to be one of those where it's really going to be all about can they say that. Mm-hmm. And I know as you're thinking through some of the things we say, and as you start thinking about the things that you see in your social media feed, you're going to be thinking, should they say that? <laughs> um, so this is going to be interesting, but I think it's long overdue because y'all, we are all out of control just we are out of control that's a great way to say it it's like you can't even not i like deleted facebook i mean facebook uh twitter Twitter. i should delete facebook yeah but uh twitter from my uh phone just because i end up scrolling through it and i'm like (laughs) i mean like snorting like crazy at everything everything i read and i'm like oh my gosh i want to respond but i don't know how to do it well and i have all these things i want to say and i'm fluffy you know the minions right the minions yes you know that meme that goes around all the time where the minions like got his like Elvis lip going and he's like what? I yes. make that face throughout the day <laughs> as I'm looking at my. That's just my permanent face when I look at my yeah. social media. What? Yes, and we what are. What are in, you talking about? It's an intensified like our culture and everything in the world has intensified to a thousand, a thousand. I mean, like the division yes. is massive. Everything is about polarization and dissension and division. And you know what the problem is? I think at the, like, if we want to go meta, Mm -hmm. the problem is we are not designed to be divided from one another like that. Mm -hmm. We are not created to be so far outside of relationship and love and compassion for one another. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing to actually see um, us come together. And you know, some of the things and tips we're going to give today is how to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give up your beliefs. You don't have to give That's up right. what you think and what you truly believe in your core. That's right. But be willing to listen. Yes. And be willing to have a conversation. And we'll talk a little bit about some people you just cannot have a conversation with because no. they hear what they want to hear. Um, and believe what they want to believe That's and right. are not willing to engage. That's right. And and kind of paying attention to that is important because you have to be able to let that go in order to be healthy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and also to not breed uh, dissension and... and um, and resentment towards people. Sometimes you just, you know, you just have to let people be people. Yeah. And maybe that's when you use your unfollow button. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's talk about some of the things that we do that we maybe shouldn't be doing that are unhelpful. <laughs> and then let's talk about the helpful also. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about how this connects to our other podcast. Um, I don't know if it'll be before or after this one in order or not, but um, internal dialogue mm. and just how good point with agreement and disagreement is like mm-hmm. what goes on in our heads and how do we, how do we mm-hmm. express it to the world through yes. that? And so let's talk a little bit about, let's talk about the don'ts yeah first yeah and then we'll give you guys a list of how to have a healthy disagreement yeah 
I think the top for me, the top of the list of the don'ts is when you are trying to have a conversation. I'm not talking about on social media. I'm talking about actual conversation. It's a little bit different when it's in writing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you are in clear disagreement and everything is about listening with responding in mind, like you're just waiting for them to stop talking because you know what you're going to say to the thing that they just said. Mm -hmm. And everything that they are saying, you are using for the purposes of fueling your own point. Mm rather than truly listening to the person because they are a person worthy of being heard. They are a person who deserves that attention just like you would want that attention from them to pay attention to where you're coming from Mm -hmm. and what it is that you're saying and the heart behind what you're saying. Have you ever noticed the difference of having a conversation with somebody where you, you know, I'm very guilty in playing the role of like, I am preparing my debate with you (laughs) and I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm going to use everything against you so I can win. Right. Right. And you know, and then the, the difference to then say actually actively listening and going, you know, when you said that you must feel dot, 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 Mm -hmm. or I hear you say that and I don't necessarily agree with you. Like we had that conversation, um, Mm -hmm. this week Mm -hmm. about just, you know, disagreeing on a few things, but it's like, you know, tell me your, viewpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, because I respect you, you respect me. We have this, this balance of like, I'm not trying to prove you wrong or me wrong, but I'm going to listen to you. Right. Yeah. I think that's important. I think one of the myths out there around discourse, I, I don't know where this came from. It's, it's probably as old as conversation is, but I think sometimes in the back of our head, we may, maybe we don't actively think this, but I think a subconscious driver in those in those moments where you're just like frantic to hold on to your rightness <laughs> is because there's this fear that if you let the other person's opinion in and you agree with part of that, then now somehow that person has has control over you or they have quote unquote won, right? <laughs> yes. And if we can get out of that language that winning and losing and and not look at somebody, not look at the idea of us changing our mind as giving up control. Mm-hmm. I think we would be a lot more relaxed in our conversation with one another. I think we would have a lot more um, space for one another. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's kind of step into the how to have a, a healthy disagreement mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't say healthy argument, but I guess well, it's more maybe. Than, yeah. And so, um, but just, you know, I think we'll get to see both sides of what's not healthy and what is healthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first one is um, it's hard. What I think you've said this before. It's hard to hate somebody up close. Mm-hmm. I think Brene Brown originated okay. that. Okay. So or Brene- some version of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, so it's hard to, you know, if you're having this disagreement on, say, social media or something, do you even know this person? Mm-hmm that you're having an argument with. Right. Uh, Well, that's a great point because we have to earn the right Mm -hmm. to speak in. Now, I'm not talking about just like, you know, 30,000 foot perspective of something, but when someone is sharing something that is related to their story Mm. and their belief or perspective has come out of their story, if you're going to offer a counter viewpoint to what they have shared, you better have earned the right to do that. It's good. You can't, you don't get to just do that with anyone. So, but I 
want to push back a little bit. Sure. People who post stuff like that on social media and uh, aren't they giving you the right to talk to them? That's a great question. And I'm never really sure. I think most people post things on social media for their circle. Mm-hmm. And when it's someone, cause I've read comments where it's somebody peripheral to their life, right. Mm-hmm. Who like throws something in, I, you know, so to speak from the cheap seats. Yeah. Right. And they're like, who are you to say that? You don't even know me. You know, and I mean, one could make the argument, then why are they in your friend list? Yeah. But, you know, Facebook is not the kind of friend list that we have in our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. You know, the word, the term friend is used very loosely in Facebook. Yeah. So I think for some people, they put things out there because they want their close circle to see it. Mm. And there's just this happening of others who see it. And it's when those people speak in uninvited that I can, I see a lot of problems happen. Yeah, that makes sense. I was, uh, it reminded me of the time when you and I were in Houston together and I was speaking at that five, two conference and, um, I was sharing my story and all that kind of stuff. Gotta love you could, you could live tweet during this. And there were a couple of people, um, who live tweeted and said, get this woman, this heathen off the stage. And, but the funniest thing is that these two people who had the Twitter account, um, they didn't use their real name. So I'm like, so you're hiding behind Uh this facade of a person, Uh you know, saying these horrible things, but you won't tell me who you are so we could have a conversation. Right. And he was, they were really, um, I think they were after what I understood. Uh, it was a, it's a Lutheran group. And they were saying, when I say we, uh, we don't go in preaching the gospel into the strip clubs because we are the gospel. Right. They, they think of the text in a different way. So from that, I actually got to have great conversation with the leaders of um, that group, helping to explain to me what their beliefs were. Mm-hmm. And so I was excited actually to get pushback because that was mm-hmm. the first time I've stepping into what I do. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so much pushback. Nobody's going to want to be my friend anymore. <laughs> all of this kind of stuff and had the complete opposite. But this was the first time I had like true, like get yeah. this heathen off the stage. I was like, so, Yay! so let me <laughs> ask you this. Once you were able to have the dialogue and they were able to feel heard, mm-hmm. Did they in turn hear you? Actually, uh, no, not the Twitter people, mm-hmm. not the ones that were right, hiding but behind. I understand that, but but because of what came out of it, is yes, what I'm saying. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they got to hear me, and I got to, you know, I got to understand a viewpoint that I did not know mm-hmm. in my verbiage because I I don't see through those lenses. Yeah, I didn't have that education. Mm-hmm from their religious standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was pretty cool. It turned out well, um, you know, except it was like, Oh, I can't believe they said that. And there's mm-hmm. like, Oh, but they said that. And I had pushback. You right. Know? So, right. but it invited another conversation with people. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I think that sometimes people will say things again, you were, you were able to understand that they were coming from a very specific place in their pushback mm-hmm. and you were able to hear them in that. And then they were able to hear you and go, Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. We get it now. Yeah. Okay. That's it's, we get what you mean now, but the people that were cruel, I don't think ever. Oh, I believe that. To me. Like right. they, I mean, they called me names yes. and you know, and so I'm going, that's not healthy. Right. Disagreement. I would love to have a conversation. Please teach me. Well, that's an attack on humanity. If you've crossed into the line of name calling, you Mm -hmm. can disagree with someone in their worldview and their stance and their perspective. 
But once you once you veer into the arena of name calling, you've excluded their humanity. And that's that's a really big problem because it's all downhill from there. Yeah. But I do love that out of that some real good conversation was able real and good conversation was able to happen. Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it can be someone who you do know mm-hmm. and they put, put something out there and you're like, and, and you think to yourself, gosh, okay, I don't think they know. They don't know what they don't know. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to give them something right to help them. I'm going to give them some facts. I'm going to give them some data, some literature, um, offer my professional, perspective, something Mm -hmm. like that, right? When they're putting something out there that that they're opening up for discussion and dialogue. You also have to recognize that sometimes, because I had this happen where someone I know put something out there and it was like, whoa, that was super harsh Mm -hmm. and shaming to a whole body of people. And that doesn't seem like, that doesn't really seem like that person. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a couple articles their way very gently and just say, actually, let me, I want to, I want to give you some research to consider. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm wondering, I'm curious, did you know, Mm -hmm. which was how I started? I'm curious, did you know? And then I I put this out there and then privately sent a few links to some articles to have the person come back and say, I stand by my original post, Mm -hmm. regardless of facts of of longstanding research of a professional opinion that comes from years of education. Mm-hmm. None of that was relevant to this person. Yeah. They just wanted to say this hurtful shaming thing and leave it at that. Yeah. Now, was that because someone in that, in that uh, people group hurt them at some point? I don't know, but clearly initial or additional discourse with that person became pretty unsafe at that point. Like it it was just going to, it was going to be all downhill from there. And (laughs) when that happens, you have to, for your own sake and sanity, pull out of that and just say, okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. They just, they just need to sit in whatever it is that they're sitting Mm -hmm. in. I don't have to sit there with them and you can, you can move on. And again, that might be a a time when you use your unfollow button. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, one of the other things that, uh, I had, I have a 24 hour rule. So, uh, when I coached volleyball, uh, uh, junior high and, uh, then middle school for uh, my daughter's teams and, uh, the parents, wow, parents. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we're a Christian homeschool team too. So (laughs) we're supposed to have this other level. Wowzer. Yeah. And so, um, I would have a parent meeting and this was taught to me from the people who started the whole group. And we had a 24 hour rule. And if you didn't like what happened on the court, that your daughter didn't get enough playing time, all this kind of stuff. Um, then you had, if you had a beef with me, um, you had 24 hours and then you would have to talk to me face to face. You couldn't talk to your kids about it. You couldn't talk, you know, you could talk, you know, to your spouse or whatever, but, but before you could come to me, you needed to have 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you how many times that has saved my own butt Mm -hmm. in response to Twitter, to, uh, Facebook. I'm like, I read something. I'm like, (gasps) the whole snort. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want to rip them to shreds. (laughs) You know, let me at him because I know what's right. Yes. And, And then it's like, okay, zip up. 
24 mm-hmm. hours. They're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're going to stay there. Yep. And my head will get clearer so I can look at them mm-hmm. as a human being mm-hmm. and go, they have different lenses than I do. And so maybe if I'm even supposed to comment, if I'm even supposed to comment, mm-hmm. hopefully by the time 24 hours comes, yes. I might need 48 hours. Yeah. Don't answer and reply in anger. I agree. And, and I will say this too. Y'all, just because the initial comment is put out there on social media doesn't mean your response has to be. Right. You can respond via social media in private. Mm-hmm. You can, I don't recommend text messages because they are not great. Um, but you can send an email. Mm-hmm. You can pick up a phone. Uh, there are a lot of other ways that you can respond to that thing in social media. Yes. You don't always have to respond right there in that comment thread, especially if you think you have a greater opportunity to have a deeper discussion Mm -hmm. off of that social media, then I say, take it off because you don't, it's, it's not like what you don't need everyone else to see what you're saying. Right. You don't have a point to prove. So unless you have a point, unless you have a point to prove, maybe you shouldn't be trying to prove it. Yeah. You know, and one of the things, you know, human to human, you know, let's get off social media because we actually have to interact with people Mm -hmm. out in the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, so if you and I keep disagreeing on a certain thing and we get super problem focused and we're like, but this is this and that is that. And I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't, why do you believe that? Mm -hmm. And and we kind of get lost in the problem. We need to go meta and go, you know, I notice when we talk about this one subject, we really get heated. I wonder mm-hmm. what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And and so just meeting each other in a place of like, let's get above the problem. Stop mm-hmm. focusing so tightly on the problem that we can't see anything else outside of it. Mm-hmm. And and go, what's really happening here? Yeah, I think that's good. I think the other thing that is helpful, particularly if you do have a relationship with the person and you see a whole host of posts from them that is – that was very Dr. Seuss, a whole host of posts. <laughs> uh, if you see a whole host of posts by this person that are geared towards shaming or insulting a certain people group um, or, an, or a whole gender. Um, yeah. If you know that person and there's a clear incongruence between what – they're putting out there and who you know them to be. You don't have to do it again in a social media thread, mm-hmm. but call the person out. That's good. Gently call and call out, call them out through their humanity. Yeah. I had this happen not that long ago with a friend and it actually worked really well because I know this person and I know their heart mm-hmm. and they're a beautiful, beautiful human being. And yet there was this thread that kept coming out in their social media <laughs> attacking this people group <clears throat> and shaming and I thought whoa this is not who you are yeah and it certainly isn't as they're they are a Christ follower and that's never helpful when a Christ follower engages in it we have right. enough we take enough flack from this world yeah um, but that's never helpful so I so in a private message to this person, I said, listen, I know your heart mm-hmm. and I know who you really are at your soul. And I've watched how you've helped people, even from this people group. Mm-hmm. I've watched how you've done this. I'm going to ask you to consider taking those down because people do not see your heart and you are losing opportunity to have conversation that could be meaningful mm-hmm. with a whole host of individuals by the thing that you are posting. Yeah. And they took them down. Yeah. They thanked me and they took them down. I love that uh, what you said, and then brings me back to what when we were talking about doing this podcast. You were like, nobody 
ever usually wins by calling, you know, gosh, what did you say? By arguing like, you're so stupid. I can't believe you're not believing what I'm saying. Oh, thank you you for telling me that. Why didn't I see how stupid I am? Let me just, I'm, you know, let me just go ahead and change my entire worldview because you did that. (laughs) Exactly. By attacking someone, you have lost all hope of even if what you have to say is factual, you've just Mm -hmm. lost all hope. And, And by the way, you've lost all right to bring anything to the table with them. You can't, you lose your rights to have a relationship with a person when you begin to attack them. I think it's a level of ignorance mm-hmm. of, you know, this, this belief. I'm not calling people ignorant. Please don't hear that. But I think there's this level of it, ignorance is a misunderstanding of, That's of the bigger picture. That's and correct. so when you put stuff out there like that over and over again, whether it be on social media or it be with a human in front of a human, mm-hmm. um, then you're, you do lose that place, mm-hmm. which is so sad. I think that's yeah. true. So if we could like, you know, narrow this down to two or three things for our listeners and viewers on YouTube, what would, what would, what would those be? Um, one of the things is see the other person, mm-hmm. the humanity, mm-hmm. you know, just go, okay, I don't have their lenses and even though we're talking about the same topic, I have a very different view mm-hmm. or even just a little bit of a different view, mm-hmm. but then really go, okay, this person is human. Mm-hmm. They're human. And so I'm going to see them that way. Mm-hmm. I think another thing is, is in a disagreement, ask questions. Yes. Ask questions. So you can see what, where they're coming from. It's like, okay, I don't necessarily agree with you on this one topic, but I'm curious as to how you came to believe what you believe. Yes. And then the discussion actually happens and life is given within that discussion. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think that if it is at all possible to find any common ground mm. or even a grain of truth or a grain of, of relatable perspective, mm-hmm. something that really levels the playing field between you and that person, yeah. something that validates the opportunity for relationship. Even if at first, at first glance, the only thing you can find in common with that person is that you both breathe in oxygen. Even if you have to start yeah. there, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's something, right? right? <laughs> so, so finding what is a small, tiny, tiny common thread that you could perhaps build upon yeah. that would make the opportunity for more discussion available to the two of you. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. And also, um, it's okay to not agree. Oh, absolutely. I think it's important. It's like, it's okay if I don't agree with and you. And I can still love you even mm-hmm. if I don't agree That's with right. you. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay. Yeah. So we just encourage you to love each other out there. Yeah. That's and, the big thing. Yeah. And when you're having, if you find yourself in a cycle, if you find yourself keep arguing about the same things over and over again, get above it and go, why does this keep happening? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. because the whole, you know, Let's stop focusing on the problem and really figure out what's going on within our relationships. Yeah, and within ourselves. Yes. I think that's that's a huge piece of it. What is this pulling at in me mm-hmm. that maybe I need to work on a little bit before I open my mouth or put my fingers to the keys? Yeah. So, yeah. And stop being cruel. Oh, bottom line. No, y'all, for real, stop being cruel. When yeah. What does cruelty get anyone? Yeah. Nothing. The world is full of cruelty. What if... You started being kind, even in your disagreements. Mm-hmm. 
even in your disagreements, mm-hmm. you, we mm-hmm. see this polarized world of us against them and them yep. against us and all this stuff. Let's stop being cruel and going, hey, I may not agree with you, but I'm not going to be mean to you. Right. I can have grace for you mm-hmm. because yeah. you're human just like me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this has been Can They Say That? Thanks for listening today. Really remember to work on being kind to each other out there. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye.